0: Welcome to Dear Future Self. If you could ask your future self for career and relationship advice, what would you ask? Hey there, I'm a woo-woo advice columnist with over 25,000 followers on social media under the name, Not A Bond Girl. I'm a corporate dropout, Reiki yoga teacher and author of the book, Dear Future Self, a collection of woo-woo advice I've written over the years. I'm here to answer your questions as well as questions I asked my future self when I was in my 20s and 30s. Submit your questions to me on social media. Don't worry, I'll keep you anonymous. Find me on social media at NotABondGirl. Hey everyone, welcome to the season finale of Dear Future Self. To wrap up the season, we will address a really good question that was submitted through Pinterest. Dear Future Self, I'm in my late 30s and feeling behind in terms of work and life. I have all these milestones that I thought I'd reach by now. I'm in therapy, doing all the things from self-care, healthy diet, exercise and spending time with loved ones and friends. But I still feel empty and behind my peers and others my age. don't have kids, never been married, and am nowhere close to doing what I enjoy for work. Any suggestions to get through this phase? Thanks so much. Your former self. Hey, former self. Thanks for your question. It's so relatable because we've all been there regardless of what decade in life we are in. We've all been there where we are doing all the recommended things, but none of it seems to be working or we're just not seeing results yet. Or at least it doesn't feel like that way right now. So this reminds me of when I was in my mid to late 30s as well, I was doing all the recommended self-care practices by the textbook, but I still felt stuck in the corporate world and in my relationships. And this included friendships. It got to a point where I started spending more time alone because everything and everyone was just annoying me. I think I was constantly on edge and I wasn't the most fun person to be around anyway. And after months and months of being a hermit, uh, it started to feel isolating and lonely. Then I started having crying spells for no reason at all, in the middle of the night, in the middle of the day, for no reason at all. I had isolated myself from the world too much. And once I realized this and recognized I had enough of living like a hermit, I took a tiny, the tiniest of tiniest step. So when I lived on the East Coast, at this time I was living on the East Coast, most of my neighbors kept to themselves. I liked it that way and preferred it that way. I like being friendly, but not being in each other's business. Well, there was one retired couple that had moved down the hall for me. And this was about year four of when I had been living in my building. So towards the end of my st- my time on the East Coast. So this was about year four. Well, there was this one retired couple that... They were, they were very social um, and a little borderline annoying. I'm not sure if it, they were feeling lonely too and just wanted um, longer conversations and asked more follow-up questions, whatever the reason. One day I heard a knock on my door and it was the wife. She was inviting our floor and some other neighbors in our building for a brunch um, at their condo. And I'm thinking, well, this isn't like the dorms. Why are we? I, I mean, of course, I didn't say this out loud, but I was just thinking um, how they were trying really hard to make it a very social building when it just wasn't the vibe of the building, the neighborhood, the area, the zip code. It was just everyone pretty much kept to themselves. They were friendly, but they weren't really BFFs with each other. So, Well, all's to say, I quickly told her, thanks, but I had plans already that day. I didn't, but I wanted a little more separation with my neighbors uh, in my home life. So, well, Saturday morning arrived, and like the previous weekend, I had nothing to do. It was going to be another weekend of social isolation. So, recognizing my pattern... And how I didn't like living a lonely hermit lifestyle anymore. I mean, it served its purpose. I needed the time to reflect, to look within. It, living the hermit lifestyle, tuning out all the noise, that served its pers- purpose. But it certainly was not serving me anymore. So I decided, okay, Saturday morning, I have nothing to do. Um, I decided to stop by for half an hour to their brunch. And from taking that tiny, tiny step, literally walking one foot in front of the other down the hallway, I didn't even have to get in the car because that's a whole different anxiety triggering thing for me. But from taking that first step led to me getting to know the neighbors on my floor that I had only seen in passing for the past four or five years that I lived in that condo. So a month later, on a walk, I saw my retired neighbors that I had stopped by for only half an hour or less just to say hi. And well, from that encounter a month later, I saw them and we said hi in passing. So we were cordial, business as usual, friendly conversations and weeks went by And we stopped for quick chats, more and more, longer chats. Then we went on walks together. And then a few months later, when I decided to quit my job and sell my condo and move across the country to a city I didn't know anyone in, well, they were so instrumental in helping me make such a major life decisions. It was nice to confide in them because talking it out with my family or my friends just didn't have the same, It wouldn't have been the same because, well, let's take my parents, for example. They're biased. They're, they're more fearful of big changes for me. And my friends too are biased. They want me to stay where I am um, so that we can hang out on, in the same city. So my neighbors were hoping I'd stay, but they offered such objective opinions that I couldn't have with my inner circle. And I remember when I was giving my things away, i drop off some items that they could give to their grandkids and appliances for their own home. And in passing, I mentioned, I just need more boxes so I can bring more to Goodwill. And lo and behold, it just happened that afternoon, just a couple hours later, they were by the recycling bin taking out their recyclables and they found a bunch of boxes. They brought it up to me, and their next-door neighbor happened to walk by, and I had never talked to her. Even when we were in the elevators, we were just pleasant with each other, but we've never had long conversations. We briefly met at the brunch, that that Saturday brunch, but she just stopped and asked uh, how we were doing, and... I mentioned that I was moving because she saw all the empty boxes that were being brought to me. And so she said, I have a friend that will buy or rent your condo. So all is to say that this stranger who I don't I didn't even know her name at that time, but it just ended up where I ended up selling my condo to her friend. And that, that person actually had been looking on my floor for years and years, and he just was not able to um, get his bid in time. There was always something that happened where he just was not able to secure a unit on my floor. And so... Lo and behold, I was thinking of either renting it out or selling it. And after talking with my neighbors, my retired neighbors, um, I've decided to sell it to their neighbor's friend. And we didn't even have to go through a realtor because there was just no point in that I didn't need to list it. It was just going to the title company. And what made it smooth was the... Um, the buyer paid in cash. So there was no, there, very little paperwork needed for all these, for, it just was so serendipitous. And it just makes me realize that sometimes the universe will put the right people in our path if we just are willing to take the tiniest of tiny steps even when I just stayed in my comfort zone. I didn't want to get in a car. I didn't want to be social. I only gave myself half an hour at that brunch. And uh, and I go on daily walks anyway. So I ended up going on walks with the neighbors. It couldn't have been more convenient in my bubble. And yet, all of this just lined up so perfectly. And self, And of all the... I was just thinking of all the gigs and side hustles and projects and business ideas that I've tried. I've never been—I've never been a realtor. I've never looked into being a real estate agent, a broker, or any of the sorts. But somehow I ended up having to be uh, in some capacity when I was selling my condo. Um, both sides, buyer and seller, did not need. A realtor, so it was just funny how we were each other's uh, our own realtors and, and brokers, and we just needed to go to the title company. But anyways, it reminds me of that um, quote by Martin Luther King Jr. Faith is taking the next step without seeing the entire staircase, and this brings me back to your question too about your you're taking all the right steps, the recommended st- steps, and good on you for going to therapy. So it's really hard sometimes when we aren't seeing or feeling any results. I get it. And so back to the quote with as far as faith is taking the next step, even when you don't see the entire staircase. So continue to have faith and trust that while you aren't seeing tangible results or feeling any major shifts, What you are doing to heal, learn, evolve, and reach your goals are adding up. No experience is wasted, trust me. Keep taking that next step, one foot in front of the other. Because all the self-care, healthy diet, exercise, therapy, and surrounding yourself with the right people is helping you to raise your vibrations to be in the vibrational frequency of where you want to be. I have no doubt you'll reach the goals you've set for yourself in work and life, if you continue building this solid foundation for yourself. And like I've said in previous episodes, sometimes what we want is not always what we need. On the soul level, we evolve and grow and learn the lessons we're meant to learn in this lifetime. That might mean we won't be getting what we want. But if something is meant for us in this lifetime, whether it's an experience or a material thing, trust that it won't pass us by. If we're meant to say experience being in a marriage, that opportunity will present itself again and again because it's in our soul contracts, our dharma. So keep raising your vibrations by putting yourself in the frequency of how you'd like to feel. Kind of like how, if I wanted to be a homeowner again, what I do is start researching my ideal home online first. Then I might go to open houses to visualize and get a better feel of the ideal home. And that helps me be in the vibrational frequency of being a homeowner. So, again, keep on putting one foot in front of the other, even if you aren't seeing or feeling results right now. I'm with you on this as we all are evolving beings. Until next time, your future self. Thank you for listening to Dear Future Self. If you're interested in reading Dear Future Self, the advice column, you can find it on Amazon. From practical strategies to relatable stories, this Wu Wu advice column is dedicated to helping you find clarity and inspiration. You can read it for free on Amazon Kindle Unlimited. Simply search "Dear Future Self" by Not a Bond Girl on Amazon.